my attempt at uh, singing. So it's been a minute since I've been uh, able to record a podcast. And by the way, this is Uncomfortable, the podcast where we're here not to change your mind to open it. And I am your host, Greg Newbill from Jacksonville, Florida. All right, and of course that was uh, Bob Marley, some music from Bob Marley, with uh, um, Everything's Gonna Be All Right. But tonight we're going to talk about a couple of different things. First of all, me and my wife, my wife and I, I should say, just fresh off a, a battle of COVID. We both had it, and... We were not asymptomatic. We had it bad, and I had it worse than her. And I lost over 20 pounds during a two-week time frame because I just really couldn't eat. And when I did try to eat, the food just tasted like it was just like a ash in my mouth, and it was just nasty. And as the <clears throat> as the virus progressed, I didn't want to eat. And it made me so tired and so irritated that my wife was forcing me to drink liquids and to eat. And this is how bad it was. It took me two days to eat. What was it? I forget what it was, but something that I could have ate in 10 minutes. But it basically took me two days just to finish it. And... Still didn't finish it all. Uh, I think it was a piece of uh, a piece of uh, chicken from Publix, and everybody knows Publix chicken is excellent. But um, it was just it was exhausting, um, and like I said, the taste wasn't there. And um, gosh, the the virus when you, when they give you you know a couple of days, you feel it coming on. You don't know exactly what it is. So you definitely go get tested. So after I tested positive and I got home, it just seemed like it just, everything just went downhill from there. And I couldn't sleep at night because you were nauseous. Um, God, it was just so many things going on, uh, things in your mind. It, it messed with me. And this is just my personal account of it. It messed with me more mentally than physically. And I know it took its toll on me physically because, you know, just trying to do certain things around the house and you get exhausted that you couldn't do is something as easy as cooking breakfast um, when you thought you did feel good or the days you thought you were like, okay, I'm, um, I'm, I'm seeing the other side of it, but you're really, your body was like, no, you're not. And it was just, I got to the one one point one day I was tired of dealing with it. And I just I was crying and telling my wife, just let me die. I just want to die because I was just tired of it. And 
tired of not knowing when it was going to end and how I was, 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 lack of a better term, how I was feeling to feel better. Didn't I didn't know. I didn't know. So I've been out of work for two and a half weeks, which is a story in itself because when I informed them that I had COVID, you know, and that I was going to be out, there was no, um, uh, okay, we'll get better or anything like that. And, you know, um, I, I had to contact them. And during that whole time frame, not one phone call or text message from the supervisors at my job. Not one. And this was a disease that could have taken me and my wife out, because like I said, we both were positive. But that that in itself was very disappointing. You know, and then when I did go back, well, I'm not back yet, but I uh, during that time frame, uh, a couple of days before, I hurt my back at work, and so I was on... Uh, uh, what's that leave? <laughs> I can't even think of it now. It begins with a C. It'll come to me. But um, I was out, and then I was uh, got off of that. You know, after uh, a few days, and my back is better, and I took the paperwork up to my job, showing that I was done. And you know, first thing out of their mouths was, uh, "So, uh, you ready to come back to work?" Not how you've been doing. Um, uh, is there anything we could do for you or anything like that? It was like, hey, are you ready to come back to work? And that just goes to show me, and it should prove to you or anybody else, your job does not give two shits about you. They really don't. You know, and I understand from a, a, a position of... of you know, being in a supervisor's role or anything like that, but you check on your people. You check on your people, especially with something as serious as this virus is. And, and, and rest assured, my wife and I, we took precautions. You know, we had our mask on everywhere. We hand sanitized and stuff like that. There, you know, everything that we could except for vaccine. You know, we didn't get the vaccination yet. But uh, you know, we still got it. So, but like I said, that was probably one of the lowest things for my job not to, you know, check on me or, or see if we needed anything. And so thank God for family and friends, uh, because our kids, our kids and our nieces stepped up around, you know, stepped up for us, you know, brought us food and medicine if we needed. And, Various other people, like in my yoga community, they kept contact with me, see if we needed anything, you know, or is there anything that they can do, drop off anything. So definitely a, a huge shout out to uh, my uh, my family, our kids. That's uh, Adriana, Ashley, Brittany, Xavier, and our niece Maria, um, and all my yoga peeps. A lot of people I can't even you know, not going to really go through all the names, but you know who you are. So we thank you for that. So like I said, that was a battle that, you know, I wish upon nobody because like I said, not only physically did, it, did the virus 
set me back, but mentally, uh, it played, it, it really did something to me. So now getting all that back straight. So that's it on the COVID end. So let's talk about what's going on in the world of politics. I know people don't want to talk about politics because it's all negative, but we are at a time frame. I feel that, and I'm quite sure I mentioned this before, but we are at a time in our lives where democracy may be a thing of the past. The way they are writing laws to block people of color from voting, um, and the fact of what's real and what isn't real. Because the thing that happened on January, January the 6th at the Capitol, and we all saw it with our own eyes, everybody. I don't care if you're a Trump supporter or not. You saw what happened. People all over the world saw what happened. And they have now, and this is not, this is not the Republican Party we know. This is Trump supporters. This is different. This is on a level of ignorance that's unbelievable to anybody with common goddamn sense. I mean, it's sickening. You know, you holler black back the blue. You know, then you, you know, in the time frame when it comes to support them, you know, you politicians, you fake ass politicians, then you don't support them because it's not in your agenda to uh, defend uh, Trump. And I don't, I, I just don't, I don't, it, it just absolutely just blows my freaking mind why you people are so behind this guy. He had lied to you from day one, from day one, stole from you from day one and offered you nothing and gave you nothing, but you still back him. You still back him. The man is a pathological liar and the things that he says and does and, and, then you people just throw God in there. He's anointed by God. You are so full of shit. I am so pissed off at you people who fucking support this guy. I mean, what is it? What is it? There is nothing that any legitimate argument that you could come up with to say this man was appointed by God to lead this country. He could not lead a damn, guys, who do I, I don't want to insult anybody, but he could not lead a bag, he could not lead a French fry station at, 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 at a French fry stand. He couldn't do it. I, to me, it's just unbelievable that you people, the people still believe in him. These conspiracy theories, it, it went from Antifa, who was at the insurrection, to, to God, what else was it? Oh, it was just a normal tour. You know, I've seen nothing, you know, the, these uh, politicians that said they seen nothing but just a regular tour. And you look at the cameras, no, it wasn't. Then now it's gone to... Uh, 
the FBI was active in um, bringing those people there or in the crowd or something like that to uh, to try to stop the uh, election. The um, the val- you know, the uh, whatever they did to certify the election. And to see these gutless politicians get up there in front of a microphone and stand there and spit that bullshit out. And then, you know, you got your people at home, the people you know, <clears throat> white, black, or indifferent, to sit up there and say, yeah, that's, that's, that's probably what happened. Yeah, I'm sure of that because um, we know there probably were no so- Trump supporters. Bullshit. That clown stood on stage with some of these other dumbass um, politicians, and I'm not calling them Republicans because they're not. You know, they may have the R in front of the name, uh, but it's not for Republicans. And, you know, they're just, they're, they're Trump lackeys. And to sit up there and to sit up there and start spewing that dumbass, those lies, every single day. And to me, these people need to be expelled. They need to be just stripped of everything and and moved on. I don't care if it was, you know, any any politician that stands up there and lie and is a known lie, you should be stripped of your office and be on your way. Let somebody else come in. And that's the way it should that's the way it should be. Because this it's gone beyond what it is now. And I don't know what's going to happen, you know, um, if these people continue to try to deny uh, people of their rights to vote, uh, sit up there and lie in front of everybody just to stay in office. So my my thing is with the Republican Party, the true Republican Party, what they should do is like they should man up, you know, man or woman, get up there and say, look, we are not part of this. We are for our values of the conservative party. Those other people who don't want to recognize the cops who stood there and defended them and protected them on January the 6th, that's them. Let them be them. We are the Republican Party that's for the uh, for this country. Don't two-step it. Just don't. Get up there and say what they are saying and what they are doing and going and uh, defending Trump uh, is not what we're about. And if anybody objects to that, then so be it. But we're going to stand up for the rights of this country and what we're here to do. Now, for you, uh, for the other ones, you know, so be it. You know, let them start their own party, and watch them get drained by this guy. And this, and and unfortunately, they will still follow him. The mindset. I've heard conversations where I just stood back and listened, and it is just unbelievable, freaking unbelievable that people that you think have the least God-given sense of a goat would not sit up there and believe this man. And most of these people would say they are God-fearing people. 
99.9% of these people say they are God-fearing people, God-loving people, and sit up there and worship the fucking devil. I mean, you you people, this is now this message is for any Trump person. You need to stand there and look in the mirror and take a long look and listen, not uh, look and listen to what you're believing in. And you know this shit is not true. Not by not by any means necessary is it true. You know, you got your TV stations that sit up there, Fox News and all this other stuff, and and they help spread these lies, OAN and Newsmax. They, you know, you know how these people survive? Because they know you are dumb enough to believe what they're putting out. That's how they survive. That's how they survive. Because you're listening and you're looking. And so the advertisers are coming in, funneling that money to keep, they don't care. <laughs> they don't give a shit. But, you know, as long as you keep believing in the lie, trust me, they're going to keep feeding it to you. And it will. you will be so full of it that, well, hell, basically you are now. But you, you people need to come back to reality. Now, Democrats, you know, a politician is a politician, bottom line. But, you know, at least on the Democratic side and the, you know, the independents and for those Republicans who are not in line with these other clowns, you know, that's, that's, that was, that's what we need to build on. So it's, it's, it's exhausting. It really is. And I try not to look at it no more, but you can't help but hear it or see it. And I try not to talk about it on my regular Facebook page, but sometimes you just like, man, it, it, it's, un, it's just, I don't know. And this next voting cycle, people of color, everybody is going to have to do, you're going to have to come through bigger than what you did in 2020. You're going to have to come through bigger and, you know, um, get, you know, get people into office, vote these, vote these people out, these extremists like that clown, that woman in, in Georgia and anybody else, those people who sit up there and talk all this nonsense, you got to get them out of office because those people are dangerous to our democracy. So all of you people, veterans, anybody else, uh, law enforcement, you know, take a stand. Take a stand against this, this, this lunacy. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm getting tired, but uh, I just wanted to get back on the mic and, uh, you know, talk about talk about what happened, you know, for me and my wife and the family and what's going on in politics. But other than that, I guess everything is fine. <laughs> but um, anyway, let me turn the music back up and uh, we're going to end this show. It's rated 20 minutes and that's good. So I got another guest. I, you know, I had to, I had to cancel 
my little lineup and you know like i said delayed things because of the of my uh COVID positive test but my next uh guest will be miss kathleen Fron. I, I i know i'm messing up her name and that will be we will be talking about software and software um security um and this is the perfect time because you know what's definitely what's going on with the world with hacking and all this other stuff so stay tuned for that but other than that people do do take care of yourselves still guard against this virus because it is still out there even if you're vaccinated uh just heard today there's a new strand that's out so do take care of yourself take all the precautions you know and um We'll just see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. And once again, this is Greg Newbill broadcasting from lovely Jacksonville, Florida on the podcast Uncomfortable. Good night.